One division, one one division, one division, one one division, one division, one one division, one division. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Make It a Podcast. My name is Evan. I'm Katie. Uh, so, Katie, how's it going? Tell everyone how you are. I am. I'm good. Yeah, I'm not too bad. The weather's been fabulous and open the past few days, so that's mm. been really nice. Yeah. No, uh, it's been very, very hot today. I was sitting at my back garden, and then I just got back in because I was like, "No, it's too hot." Oh. Um. Yeah. No, I've been good. Been very relaxed. Weirdly, but then I'm like, "Am I too relaxed? <laughs> Why am I relaxing? This isn't. This isn't right. No, that's not okay." <laughs> What's gonna happen? <laughs> um yeah unfortunately i have not been that relaxed and um, work has been mental as per usual it's all you hear me talk about make this a work class more like it I just... <laughs> yeah so we were really busy i hadn't seen i haven't seen the sun yesterday and i didn't see the sun today and i seen that on sunday which was nice yeah yeah that was cool. Well, uh, we're talking about a very, not sunny topic. How am I going to segue into this? Just going to say it here. What are we talking about today, Katie? Today, we are talking about Disney ori- Disney Plus's original series, WandaVision. And living idealized suburban lives, superpowered beings, Wanda and Vision begin to suspect that everything is not as it seems. So that is what we are talking about this week. So Evan, what is your history with WandaVision? So my history with uh, WandaVision, the show, um, is I'd heard about it, I think about a year before, a year or two before it actually came out. And I remember yeah. it was at one of the, I think it was at D23, I think it's called the Disney Expo mm-hmm. thing they have in LA every year that we'll never go to. Um, <laughs> ah, oh my god, I nearly knocked my mic over. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I heard about it and I heard that it was going to be a Marvel sitcom, and I was like, How is that going to work? But you know, yeah. very, I was very interested. And then obviously, when it did come out, I was like, Oh, this is actually class. <laughs> what about you? What's your history with WandaVision? Um, my history with WandaVision was, um, Kevin, my boyfriend, being like, oh, there's this new show on Disney Plus, um, Division, and you might like it, and it's only half an hour long per episode, so you, you might like it, and then we watched it. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know me. Um, yeah, like, I um, I hadn't really heard much about her or anything, but Kevin said it to me. I was like, oh, that sounds pretty good. Like, yeah, let's give that a go. And from the first episode, we kind of got a bit hooked um and that is my history with it I don't really have any like um relation to the characters or anything I like I'm a Marvel fan and stuff but like I wouldn't be um very up to date on anything you know I watch the stuff as it comes out yeah uh so you know you mentioned that I'm gonna give a little backstory of the characters of Wanda and Vision yes So uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Wanda was first introduced alongside her twin brother Pietro uh, in the post-credit scene of Captain America, the Winter Soldier. 
However, we fully got to see Wanda and Pietro as villains in Avengers Age of Ultron. And they got their powers through Hydra experiments. Uh, Pietro dies in this movie, so he doesn't get to continue on. Someone else who pops up in this movie is Vision. So Vision was created by Ultron to serve as his final physical form. The Avengers stole the body uh, before the transfer could be made using a copy of Jarvis and the Mind Stone, they bring Vision to life. Mm-hmm. So um, at the end of Age of Ultron, Vision and Wanda join the Avengers as their newest teammates. So uh, in Captain America Civil War, uh, Wanda and Vision's relationship starts to blossom. However, they find themselves on opposite sides after the United Nations passes a law forcing superhumans to register uh, with the government. At the end of Civil War, Wanda is confined to a superhuman prison, but is later freed by Captain America, and Vision remains in New York City. We cut to two years later in the events of Avengers Infinity War. Wanda and Vision are very much in love. As, as Wanda is still on the run, the two are meeting in secret and going on secret getaways together. Uh, and it's in Scotland they get attacked by Thanos's invading forces, who are after the Mind Stone, which obviously is... Yeah. Vision's yeah. Dead. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so with the assistance of Black Widow and Captain America, they decide to go to Wakanda so they can under so Vision can undergo uh, surgery uh, to safely remove the Mind Stone whilst remaining alive. So Thanos mm-hmm. locates Vision and attacks Wakanda before the surgery is complete. Wanda is forced to destroy the Mind Stone while still in Vision's head. Vision dies as Wanda does this. Thanos brings Vision back only to kill him again. Thanos snaps half of existence away and that includes Wanda. Then we cut to Avengers Endgame. Uh, the Avengers who survived the blip bring everyone back. Wanda fights Thanos and nearly kills him. Wanda attends Tony's funeral, uh, still mourning Vision. Wanda tells Hawkeye... Uh, about Vision and she feels she finds solace in the fact that Vision would be proud of her and then that brings us up to the events of the first episode of WandaVision which I'm going to recap perfect you're getting two recaps today (laughs) wow (laughs) lucky you (laughs) (laughs) so WandaVision episode one entitled filmed before a live studio audience it's shot in black and white uh in the same dimensions as an old uh, TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, we First thing we get is the theme song, uh, in which it says that a newlywed couple have moved to town, a regular husband and wife. However, we know that is not the case. They are mm-hmm. uh, superhuman beings. Uh, this mm-hmm. first episode pays homage heavily to the likes of I Love Lucy and The Dick Van Dyke Show. And Wanda, are now li- yeah. Wanda and Vision now live in the town of Westview. Wanda, Wanda uses her powers to clean and put away the dishes when Vision walks in. They notice a heart over the day's calendar and Vision, uh, they neither one can figure out what is special about that today. Yeah. Um, Vision heads off to work. Wanda hears a knock at the door and behind it is her uh, neighbour Agnes playing the same sitcom trope as a nosy neighbour seen in the likes of Full House and One Day at a Time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wanda and Agnes are getting to know each other, and uh, then Agnes leaves. 
uh, over at Vision's workplace called Computational Services Inc. Uh, Vision asks Norm what exactly they do there. <laughs> but he never really gets a straight answer. He gets compared to a walking computer and then gets defensive. Uh, Mr. Hart, who is Vision's boss, reminds Vision of a special dinner that they're having. And then that must be what the celebration is or the event is on that day. So, yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Hart are going to be coming over for dinner. Vision's vision. If if they don't have the dinner, Vision's job will be at stake. we cut back to the house and Wanda and Agnes talk about uh, how to make the night special as Wanda believes it's an anniversary of some sort. Yeah. Uh, Wanda and Vision uh, talk on the phone and it's a miscommunication. They get their wires crossed, essentially. Yes, yeah, because he was like, um, oh, about tonight. And she's like, don't worry, I have it sorted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So then we get a little uh, old-timey commercial for what's called the Toastmate 2000, produced by Stark Industries. And the toaster makes the same noise as that of Stark Industry missiles or Iron Man suit. So we go back to the episode. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Hart arrive at the Vision residence and Vision goes to fetch the lady of the house. Yeah. Wanda comes up in a nightdress behind Mr. Hart and covers his eyes, saying, guess who? She thinks it's Vision, but then Vision walks in. (laughs) (laughs) And Vision tries to cover it up by saying it's a traditional Sokovian greeting. Uh, Wanda and Vision head into the kitchen where they uh, have a dispute about what exactly they have to do in order to make the night a success. Uh, Wanda decides to change out of her nightdress into a regular dress. Um, yeah, like yeah, like a 1950s housewife dress. Yeah, like I love Lucy dress. Yeah. So uh, Vision and the Hearts are waiting in the living room and Wanda's trying to... Wanda need, realizes she needs to prepare dinner. Agnes comes over and brings everything they need for their meal. She just happens to have it on her. <laughs> So, uh, Mrs. Hart offers to help. Uh, Vision stops her and Wanda sends Agnes on her way. Wanda uses her magic to cook. Mrs. Hart opens the shutters and Vision distracts her with the song because there's chaos going on behind her. Yes. And it was, oh, what was the song? Yakety Yak. Yakety Yak, that's what it was. So, uh, Wanda closes the shutters that separate the kitchen and the sitting room and she continues to cook and she's not doing well she's thrown lobsters out the window she's magically burnt the chicken uh, oh and she brought the chicken back to eggs oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vision hears Wanda and goes into the kitchen Wanda hands Vision the meat tenderizer to prepare a steak uh, Mr Hart peeks in Wanda goes into the living room to distract the hearts uh, she tries to divert their attention and Agnes is at the door holding a pineapple yeah so uh, it's for their pineapple upside down cake Uh, Wanda goes back into the kitchen Wanda sets the table as Mr Hart is complaining and she uses her magic to do so we then hear her say dinner is served Uh, Vision raises his glass to Wanda and they all toast to each other Uh, 
Mrs. Hart is asking a lot of questions, but neither Wanda nor Vision can answer. The questions are like, uh, where did you two meet? Where are you from? Things yeah. like that. Mr. Hart then uh, persists on the question and he ends up choking on his steak. Uh, Mrs. Hart keeps saying, stop it, stop it, stop it. She keeps repeating it over. And this is when our, we got our first indication that something is not right here. Yeah. So uh, Wanda insists Vision help Mr. Hart. Vision uses his powers to remove the steak from his throat. Mr. and Mrs. Hart leave and Vision is on his way to getting a promotion. Yeah. That's what happens when you save your boss's life. <laughs> Vision changes back to his uh, synthesoid form and they sit down. Wander con Wander? <laughs> Wanda conjures up some wedding rings and then the credits begin to roll and the camera pans out and we see that someone is watching them on an old timey TV. Yeah, in like a control kind of set. And that was the first episode of WandaVision filmed before a live studio audience. So let's get into a discussion about the episode and the series. Yes, let's do it. Where do we So I actually, I really liked this one. And obviously it was the first one, but it really gave me an insight into the show and like, it was just obviously like I know it, it's the beginning of it, so it has to give you like a good little insight into everything. But um, it was it was funny with like sending your little plot lines without sending your plot lines. You know what I mean? It's only as you keep watching, you're like, oh my god, yeah, like that makes so much more sense. Yeah, like why that happened or why yeah. that was like that. You know. Yeah. Um, which was nice because I like that because for being such a short, like it was 30 minutes long, for being so short, you got a lot of information while still being entertained, which is really good. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was the purpose. Like the first three episodes, I think the director said that the first three episodes are meant to confuse you because the first one is yeah. 50s, uh, I Love Lucy, Dick Van Dyke. Second one is like 60s with Bewitch. And the third one is the 70s with like the Brady Bunch uh, aspect of that as well. Yeah. Oh, before we uh, keep going, there will more than likely be spoilers in this. Yeah, so uh, if you haven't watched that. it and you want it, don't listen any further. Yeah, so, I forgot to uh, say that. <laughs> yeah. So actually from the third episode on is when it, it really starts to get into the story. So at the end of the third episode... Yeah. So we meet Geraldine in episode two, but at episode three, she breaks character and asks Wanda about Pietro uh, being killed by Ultron. Mm -hmm. It is then revealed that Geraldine is, in fact, Monica Rambeau, the daughter of Maria Rambeau, who we met in Captain Marvel. Yes, we did. Yeah, and it's good the way that happened and then you're brought back to how that happened. Do you yeah. know how she got there? You're, yeah. you're shown that by the end. You're like, whoa, like that's crazy. Um, and also I was going to bring something else up, but I'll come back to it if it comes back to me. Okay. So yeah, I mean, we do get uh, we get more characters returning. Jimmy Woo, who was in Ant-Man and the Wasp, and Darcy, mm-hmm. who was in the Thor movies, who's played by Kat Dennings, who you might know from Two Broke Girls as well. Yes. What else was she in? She was in something else. Nick and Nora's Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. No, I don't know what that is. That's a movie. (laughs) Shouldn't that movie The House Bunny? 
No, she's from a TV show. I can't remember. Anyway, it's not more. Dollface. Is it Dollface? No. That's when she's the gloss. That's good, though. Is it? Oh, um, no. Um, I'm looking this up because I'm really. <laughs> I'm actually like, no, I need to remember what this is. Um, anyway, we can keep going if you would like. Yeah, so what happens after that? So uh, we get a big plot twist in episode five with the, re- with the kind of return of Pietro, except he's not the Pietro we've seen in the MCU. Yes. He's the Pietro. He okay. is the Pietro from the X-Men universe, or so we believe. Yeah. Um, I'm still open. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that I always forget about that she's saying, and I'm like, what is it? Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. But um, <laughs> yeah, she's very good, and I really like her. <laughs> okay, right. So back to Pietro. He's raising Dad. It was raising Dad. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why I remember that, but anyway. Got there in the end. Uh, <laughs> So, <laughs> Pietro uh, is played by Evan Peters, who did not play him in Age of Ultron. He was played by Aaron, Aaron Taylor Johnson, I believe his name is, in the... Yeah, no, that is him. I don't... Is that him? Okay. It's your man from Angus Songs and Perfect Snogging. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, so we meet him and that throws us through a loop. So then we're like, what's going on here? And then later on, it gets, there's a big plot twist, which I want to ask you about. It gets revealed that it was Agatha all along. Yes. Yeah. Did what you, did you want to ask me about? Did you, what did you think about it? Did you expect it? I didn't expect it personally because like I just I'm not obviously like I'm not that much of a like um uh MCU fan like so I was like I didn't really know who she was like I kind of I've I'd heard of her and stuff but um I wasn't like Kevin was like yeah seeing that like he was like yeah yeah it makes sense and all and I was just like whoa <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, "Wow, that's crazy! That's insane!" What? And Kevin was just like, "Yeah, that makes sense." <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, my reaction, because uh, I I actually reviewed this and recapped it week by week. Uh, yeah, on pop Raps. and um. I would obviously look at like a lot of the fan theories as well. And this was heavily theorized that right. Agnes was Agatha Harkness, who's played by Catherine Hahn, by the way. Um, yeah, she's brilliant. She's amazing. Uh, yeah, so it just, I mean, it was just great the way they did it. And the song is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was that was really good. I feel like she played that very well, and they brought the story of that into it really well. Yeah, I'm not really. Yeah, I wasn't used to seeing her in that kind of role. She's more like I've I've known her from like Bad Moms and like Parks and Recreation as well. So like I'm used to seeing her kind of acting 
I don't know, I don't know, because they're two very different characters. You Acting... look goofy, but like, what is it? Like overtly comedic, I would say. Yeah, like slapstick almost. Yeah, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah, and then she was, and um, Agnes at the start was quite slapstick. Hmm. Yeah. And then, obviously, when, like, Agatha came into it, it was a completely different world, like. Yeah. Um, So, as well, this, what this series does is it acts as a origin story for the Scarlet Witch. Because Wanda Mm -hmm. has been, people have referred to her, like, fans have referred to her as Scarlet Witch, but we've never actually heard her being called that, or she's never referred to herself in that way. Right. Yeah, so we learn a lot about that. We also learned that because Vision has died and it was basically implausible for him to come back, we learned that Agnes uh, basically overtook a whole town of Westview, uh, inspired by the sitcoms that she grew mm. up watching, which is something I would do, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh that she brought Vision back with the part of the Mind Stone that lives in her, which is what, co- which is where she got from Hydra. Yeah. Yeah, and then she, of course, has two kids, and then she has to say goodbye. Yeah, that was hard. That was rough. It was a tough day for me, and then yeah. I had to go jogging. <laughs> <laughs> you still got it done. Absolutely, absolutely. So... We discussed WandaVision, the series there. Uh, anything else to add? Um, not yeah, kind of. So, like, bringing back to the first episode, I just like wrote down like two lines that kind of like made me giggle, and like it was just it was kind of funny. It was when Agatha was there, and it was like, um, this is what I mean by oh, sorry, Agnes, this is what I mean by like she was very slapstick, like, one was. Um, the only way Ralph would remember our anniversary is if it was if, if there was a bear named June second. <laughs> and then there was um, she was like, I was reading a Cracker Jack magazine, and it was like how to how to treat your husband to keep your husband, and she was like, but it should. Uh, how about Ralph reads a magazine saying uh, magazine article saying how to goose your wife so you don't lose your wife. And I was just like. <laughs> These are like overtly like fifties. Yeah, like proper just yeah, it was just funny. Um, yeah, I mean, and that like, I just kind of made note of saying that like it was full of like quick little quips and stuff. And like the fourth episode was very much like that. Yeah, I mean fast paced and very comedic while while feeding your brain little things to think about without even you realizing. Yeah, it's also revealed that the person we see watching them at the end of episode one later, it turns out to be Darcy. Oh, okay, yeah. I ha- yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, again, yeah, I mean, the people, the producers and the writers definitely did the research on all of the different sitcoms. I mean... Oh, definitely. Like, they, they went in and it must have been, like, it's an expensive show. I think it's like 2.5 billion dollars or something to make really wow something some crazy number yeah that you wouldn't expect like for a disney plus show for a tv show in general but marvel have it so 
you know. Yeah, that's true. It's Marvel and they can fork it out. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously we see them do other shows besides because in the first one I've mentioned it's heavily inspired by I Love Lucy and Dick Van Dyke. We see them do Bewitch, Brady Bunch. Uh a little bit of eight, uh, the 80s one, I think it's a mix of Family Ties and Full House, I believe, which also yeah. starred Elizabeth Olsen's sisters, Mary Kate and Ashley. Yeah. And then we. You know, get... those, it takes a lot of inspiration, well, not inspiration, but you know what I mean. Like they do, yeah. they feed into a lot of different shows. Yeah, Malcolm in the Middle, Modern Family, yeah. so many things. Modern you know. Family, yeah, so many. Perfect. So, um, Evan, bring us on to the music in this, because I didn't actually pay much attention to the music. The music? Well, the music is fantastic. Um, <laughs> one thing. So Christopher Beck, who's the main composer, uh, for, the sh- for he composed the score mainly, and he previously, previously composed the score for both Ant-Man films, he's very well known, and a lot of other Marvel projects. Um, however, we do get a lot of theme songs, sitcom-inspired theme songs, Heavily inspired mm-hmm. by, like, as I mentioned, The Office, Modern Family, Brady Bunch, Family Ties. Um, and they were written by Robert Lopez and Kristen Anderson, Anderson Lopez, who are, they've previously worked with Beck on the Frozen films. And they are Oscar winners, of course, with Let It Go. Yeah. Yeah. And as well, Agatha All Along went viral. Uh, it peaked at number one. Oh, okay. Yeah, it peaked at number one on the iTunes soundtrack chart and number five on iTunes Top 100. Hmm. Which is mad. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, I just, for like... I listen to the songs all the time. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. I never even would have thought of that, like, to listen to the songs from. It's great. I just walk down the street and pretend I'm in the opening titles of my own sitcom. Oh, yeah. And then I hear a lot of laugh tracks in my head when I when I'm not listening to music because who doesn't? <laughs> true, true. I'm my, I'm my own laugh track. Just <laughs> laughing myself in my head. <laughs> we need a soundboard with a laugh track. We guess. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> yeah. So definitely. Great music, uh, which is surprising for a Marvel project, not really known for the music, unless it's the score. Yeah, yeah, I suppose, like, that's not the one thing you'd kind of pay attention to, well, including me, but, like, <laughs> yeah, no, I actually, I'm going to go back and listen to it, because now I'm intrigued. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, did I have more to say in the music? I feel like I did, but it's just not coming to the forefront of my brain. So as well, with this being uh, a show set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, obviously these characters' uh, futures remain in the balance, I would say. Uh, So Elizabeth Olsen, she's set to reprise her role of Wanda in uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness coming out in 2022. Uh, Monica Rambeau uh, is going to be in the Captain Marvel sequel called The Marvels. And Vision's future remains unclear because there is now a second form of Vision that exists, White Vision. Right, yeah, so that's, I don't know, they might do something like 
prequel-y or something with him. I would love that. I love Paul Bettany. Yeah, oh, he's brilliant. Oh, he's so good. Mm. I love. He's all, he's been on my Instagram today, all over, and I'm like, I just want to stare at you. <laughs> so, uh, we... yeah, he's so good looking, but like, oh, oh, I think you were like froze for a second on me. Oh, what did you say there? I think you cut out as well. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, if this makes it into the podcast, sorry about that, guys. Um, I just like that he's like very good looking man, and that um, I really like the vision of the oh my god, the character of Vision. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna play a little game. Ooh, game time! Game time! So I mentioned earlier that I would love to create a false reality based on sitcoms because I am a TV addict, and sitcoms are my favorite thing ever. So. What me and Katie are going to do, we're going to create our own individual alternate realities based on sitcoms and shows that we love. And we can pick up to seven because that's how much, how many Bond picked, I guess. Yeah. So who wants to go first? You can go first because I went first last week. Okay. <laughs> I have a list somewhere. <laughs> See, it's funny. Last week I was prepared and you weren't, and this hey, week I was <laughs> Here it is. So, uh, similar to Wanda, just following in her footsteps, I'd start off with I Love Lucy. Okay. I uh, love I Love Lucy. My member, I mean, Anna was alive, God rest her soul. There was this channel on the TV, and I cannot find out. I still don't know to this day what it is, and it would play I Love Lucy, Bewitched. And the Golden Girls, and it was just, what is this magical TL- channel? Not what? TLC, was it? No, TLC. Was it TLC? Or was it Dave? Oh no, I think it was Dave. <gasps> yeah, it might have been one of them because I remember watching um, Golden Girls all the time with my mom. Oh my god. Okay, I've just come to this realization now after like 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> You're hearing something amazing. You're welcome. <laughs> So then I'm going to skip right through to the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Because I love the Brady Bunch and Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. If you didn't get my reference. Oh, I didn't get your reference. She I'm doesn't. Sorry, she's, you're too young. I'm too young. <laughs> Those six months you were never forever. <laughs> doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so then as well, we mentioned them, the Golden Girls. They're up next. So I'm just going to live with them and chill in their gaff. Next up, I'm going to hop over to San Francisco, move in with the Tanners in Full House. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next episode, I'm just going to hop over to Central Perk. I'm going to stop in and see my friends. Of course. Of course. Had to. Had to. Mm-hmm. Number six, I'm going to go home and talk to the camera uh, a la Modern Family. Ooh. And then to my big series finale, if you will, um, it's going to be quirky and weird and fun, just like the new girl. <laughs> ah. So, yeah, that's that's where I'm going to be living. So come join me. <laughs> and it's COVID free. Yes. Oh, one day, one day. <laughs> Um, 
Right, so mine isn't as tall it was um, <laughs> so you're all in for a wild ride. Um I'm just uh, I'm making a quick little list because I have a few in my head that I'd really like to yeah to live in. Um so I'm gonna go off first and say Zoe 101. Ah amazing. So that, that's gonna be like the beginning of my episode one I'd be in Zoe 101 it'd be like my baseline where I start out then I'm gonna grow up a little bit and I'm gonna go to Drake and Josh um and that will be my episode two then for episode three we're gonna kind of revert back a little bit kind of stay the same age and um I think I'd go with the middle not Malcolm in the middle because I was I was gonna pick that but I think I'm actually gonna pick the middle I love the middle yeah, it's such a good show. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go with the middle. Um, so that's my number three. For my number four, um, I'm going to choose Full House. A few overlapping here, Evan. Crossover. Crossover. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> a few crossovers. <laughs> but next on my list is Golden Girls. Because <laughs> I love that show. I just... I'd fit in so well, to be honest. Um, so number four. So number five, I think I'll go to Two and a Half Men. Yes. Why didn't I yeah. do that? I love that show. I love that show. So I'll do Two and a Half Men. Um, <laughs> and then I'd love to, love to live in the universe of Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Only Fools and Horses like I think that would be so fun and like when I was younger and like there was a picture of my dad and I was like he is the image of Rodney from Only Fools and Horses <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I have the picture anymore but he really did and I was like to my mom oh, yeah. stop that you and I was like he is um and then for my season finale, I think I will hop on over to the lovely streets of, hmm, what will I pick for my season finale? I'm going to have to say Modern Family, another cross. Yes, yes. I am obsessed. It's probably actually my favourite show now. I was going to say New Girl as well, but I was like, not that too many the same. <laughs> mm. I can't believe none of us picked one day at a time. I know. I was just thinking now, Superstore as well. Oh my God, yeah. And our Ugly Betty. Oh my oh, God. No, no. <laughs> and I was like, read down his whole list. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to, second season. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to do that. That's so fun. That was a good game, Evan. Yay. I love, I love imagination. <laughs> So do I. And you know what? I'm calling everyone that's listening to this out because I bet none of you use your imagination as much as you should. Yeah. Just because you're an adult doesn't mean you can't be imaginative. Right, so I'm calling you all out. Just saying. Absolutely. <laughs> I agree. No, I agree. I do so, too. WandaVision, being a Marvel property, it was very successful. Mm-hmm. Um so, WandaVision has scored a 92% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Very good. It's higher than Rent. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair. 
So the first two episodes, because they dropped on the same day, were viewed by 6.48 million households in its first week in the US alone. That's insane. So as well, this is going to sound very confusing, but when I I do really think about it to make it make sense. Uh, WandaVision earned 4.8 billion minutes watched over its eight-week run. This includes a weekly average of 600 million minutes uh, watched. Does that make sense to you? That hurts my brain, but like, so do all numbers. So like... So think about the first time they watch it and you, over the eight-week period, how many people re-watched it? Yeah. How many times they rewatched it? It all adds up and how many households are watching. Right. So 4.8 billion minutes were watched worldwide over an eight-week run. 4.8 billion? Yeah. Right. That's in, And that's obviously includes what, first watch and rewatches. Yeah. And then an average of 600 million minutes watched. So that's, it all adds up in a weird way. Yeah, that's true. That's that's mad though. That's so, I wouldn't even thought that like. Yeah. It's a sitcom factor. It's just the rewatchability of how, you know, sitcoms as well. It is. Like sitcoms are the only kind of TV that I can actually comfortably watch and Same. pay attention to and really enjoy. Do you know what I mean? Same. It doesn't matter what it is, like I could oh there's so many popping into my mind now for this alternate universe. Like do you know Same. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. So I forgot I'm wearing a Haley Dunphy t-shirt, by the way. Oh wow. So oh just to get back to the success of WandaVision. Um yeah, yeah. So WandaVision was Disney Plus's most watched original series until the premiere of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, at, yeah. the, at this year's MTV Movie and TV Awards, WandaVision won four of the six awards it was nominated for. That included Best Show, Best Performance in a Show for Elizabeth Olsen, Best Villain for Catherine Hahn, and Best Fight for Elizabeth Olsen and Catherine oh. Hahn. Oh, yeah, that was a very good fight, actually. So, uh, I've already talked about the future of Wanda. Uh, so, it's time for me to quiz Katie. My favorite part of the week. It is. So Katie, you know, she's made, she kind of said it throughout the show. Some things do go over her head. Mm-hmm. You know. But I don't even go in at all, to be honest. Yeah, so we have 10 questions on WandaVision. Katie, are you ready to do this? Oh, uh, yes. Right. First question. What state is Westview in? New York. No, you're close though. Are we New Jersey? Yeah. Okay. I always like think that they're the same place. So when you said no, you're close, I was like, oh, it's a different county. Like it's a different county. Ah, <laughs> uh, counties and states are the same thing. I'll fight anybody. <laughs> they mean the same thing. <laughs> um <laughs> Go away. Stop laughing at me. Sorry, I need to catch my breath. Question two. <laughs> what does <laughs> what does Vision accidentally swallow, causing him to act drunk in episode two? 
Oh, um, I want to say, oh, it was bubble gum, chewing gum. Yeah, it was. It was because it like got caught up on all his little cogs and things. I remember that. Question three. I was going to say a bubble. Oh, I knew that wasn't right. I mean, you wouldn't. You, that's close. Uh, question three. Which mm-hmm. of these is not not an item Wanda used to hide her baby bump? So it's multiple choice. So a fruit ball, a plant, a lamp, or a coat? She didn't use... What was the second option? So do you want me to read them all again? Yeah. A fruit ball. Mm-hmm. A plant. Okay. A lamp mm-hmm. or a coat? I want to say a plant. Is that your final answer? Yes. It's it was a lamp. She didn't use a lamp. <gasps> okay. I, I just I don't know why I thought she did, but you know, uh, she had the plant and then she dropped it, which made Monica realize she was pregnant. Yes, 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 yes. So question four. Whose voice? Uh, do you Wanda and Dottie hear on the radio in episode two? Oh, is it, was it, mm-mm. it was one of the girls, was it? Oh, God. Mm. Ah, um, Think Monica? of the voice. What? Think of the voice, he's saying, Wanda, Wanda, can you hear me, I think he's saying? Oh, um, was it the oh, I can't remember his name, that's so bad. The guy that was in um Ant Man versus the Wasp. Yeah, I'll give it to you. It was Jimmy Woo. Jimmy Woo, yes. I was gonna say some a completely different name and yeah, no, but like <laughs> that's who I knew it was, but I was just like, nah, that that nah, I'm not saying that. <laughs> Jimmy Woo. <laughs> Question five. Uh, Wanda exits the Westview anomaly carrying what in episode five? What is she dragging along the ground? When she exits? Yeah, so in episode five, this, the, what are they the sword agents are all around. They're, wait, they're waiting for her to come out and she's dragging something along with her. What is she dragging? It's the uh... 80s episode. Think about it. Mm, the 80s episode yeah oh god I was gonna, I was gonna say Vision's body but I know sense. it's not that <laughs> um oh I don't know I'm actually I'm just gonna I'm giving up on this I'm lying down on this answer it was a drone oh yeah, I can't remember that at all. Yeah, that one went over my head. <laughs> so, question six. How does Wanda keep Vision from dying again? Um, She uses her power. No. Yeah, but he tries to leave and he can't, but how does she stop him from dying again? Um... Oh guys, oh this is these are hard. They're not hard if you pay attention. Mm. Um to be fair, I've only rewatched the first episode, so I'm giving myself that. 
How does he keep him alive? Like after he left the... No, he's trying to leave and he can't leave physically. So what does she do to stop him from dying? Think about it. And Darcy's saying, Darcy's handcuffed to a car. I don't know. Like she creates an alternate universe. What does she do with the alternate universe though? Oh, she puts a dog. I don't know. (laughs) You're joking me. I'm actually literally saying it for you. Like... (laughs) He tries um, to go outside of the hex. What does she do to make sure he stays inside? Create a hex. Right, I'm I'm giving up. I'm giving up. She expands know. the Westview anomaly. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I do I actually do remember that, but I just those words have never come to me. You could have just said that to me a million times. I never, that would have never happened in my brain. <laughs> I just wouldn't have. I was like, no, I can't remember. Right. Okay. Questions. What is uh, fake Pietro's real name? Fake Pietro's real name? Yeah. Like the actor's name? No, no. So he's in the attic with Monica. Monica finds his, um, like a letter addressed to him or something. Oh, ah, no. <laughs> uh, okay, I don't know. I was going to give you a hint, but I might give it away. Um, who does Agnes mention a lot? She mentions someone a lot. Who does she mention? Oh. Think about the first episode. Agnes walks in too. She mentioned that a lot. In the first episode? Yeah. She mentions this person, but we never see them. Oh, man. I'm... Um... Ralph? We're going to give it to you. It's Ralph Boner. Ralph Boner. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was oh, very good. Huh. <laughs> See? See? Thank you. Right, so question eight. What year was Agatha involved in the Salem Witch Trials? Hmm. Year. I'm just going to throw out a year here. Okay. Um, okay, I'm just going to try it out. 18, um, 1871. The 1693. <laughs> I was like, when is the witch child? Oh, no. You're further back than you think. Yeah. Um, question nine. When Wanda is little, she wants to watch the Dick Van Dyke show. But what season and episode number does she specifically request to watch? Right again, trying it out. Season two, episode six. Do you know, I'll give you a point for season two. It's season two, oh. episode 21. Oh, okay, right, okay. Okay, question 10, final question. Who okay. is the last person Wanda talks to before leaving Westview? The last person Wanda talks to. Um, Agatha? No. Oh. 
vision? No. Oh, okay. I'm I'm giving up on this one now. Oh, her sons. No, it's Monica. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I could have guessed that actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay. So next up, we're going to rate one division on our pop scale based on its place in pop culture and the overall quality and how much we like it. Katie, what are you giving one division out of five on the pop scale? I'm going to give it. Um, uh, my reason for that is it was unreal. It was so good. I really enjoyed it. Um, and obviously it's done so well. So you have to take that into account and everything. Um, but yeah, I just it just didn't hit a five for me. I don't know why. What did what you give you it? Sorry, I didn't hear you. What did you give it? A four. A four. Yeah. No, I heard the reasoning. Mm-hmm. I just didn't hear the number. Um, oh, okay. So I'm gonna give one division a five. Yeah. Right. Because obviously I love sitcoms. It's based off sitcoms. It wouldn't exist without pop culture. It's deserved yeah. its place. It, it's it's Marvel and you can't get any bigger than that really. So yeah, it's getting a big old five from me. True. That's very true. Yeah, no, they're good ratings. Like uh, the nine in total, if you think about it. Yeah. Uh, so next up, we're going to. Uh, talk about what's popping with us meaning what we are enjoying right now in terms of pop culture so Katie what's popping with you I am gonna put it out there and say that the Friends reunion and the specifically the Matt LeBlanc memes on Irish Twitter at the minute <laughs> are just impeccable they're so good and I love them. yeah so I'm gonna give two actually for this one if that's okay. Yeah. Yes, um, of course. So Friends Reunion, obviously being the first one, that was very emotional. Yeah. Um, obviously could not did not discuss it on here, you know. Second yeah, one. No. Last night I finished uh the final episode uh, of Modern Family. I finished the entire season. And I don't know how to go on with life anymore. I'm like, what do I do without this? Oh, it's so good. Yeah, no, I Honestly, I've cried at that series so many times. I've read mm. so welcome. This is a little insight to my brain. So I didn't realize that there was how many seasons are there? Like 11? 11, yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize it was 11. I thought there was only eight because there was only eight on Netflix. So, <laughs> so smart little me. Like, I used to watch this show like on like dodgy websites and all. That's how like long ago I got into it. I yeah. remember what that's called now, but I'm not going to share it out anyway. Um, but uh, so I used to watch it on that, and then I think I only watched up to like season six or seven on that. So then there was like eight on Netflix. And I was like, oh my god, unreal! So then I watched it on Netflix twice. So that's like three times watching it already, and then I rewatched it again. So that was four times, but I only watched up to season eight four times and didn't realize it was eleven seasons. But I've watched all 11. Yeah. No, I absolutely love it. Uh, this is just five times in total. Yeah. I've, it's turned to the Modern Family episode now. But yeah, no, it's it's great. I love it. So yeah, that's what's popping with me. So Katie, where can people find us? People can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It A Podcast. And you can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But you already know that because you listen to us right now. 
<laughs> so yeah thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time and stay safe everyone thank you